Stop the scroll. That's the goal when designing for investment properties so you can get more eyes on your property and ultimately get more bookings and more profits. So listen in to discover what design mistakes to avoid when updating the interior of your investment property. And even if you don't have an investment property, this episode is worth a listen to help you get your own home looking its best. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we are talking all about investment property design. And even if you aren't a real estate investor, this episode is still worth a listen as it's filled with some design tips and mistakes that you could be making in your own home. Let's dive in with the first mistake. Mistake number one is not having a color palette. Now, if you have been in my world, whether that's as a client or as a student, or a listener to this podcast, then this is not going to be new news, but it is so important. Having a color palette is one of the easiest ways to make your home feel cohesive, well-designed, and create a sense of flow. We want our guests to have a great experience in our homes, and good design elevates our guest experience and If you're a homeowner, good design makes you feel better in your home. So it's equally important. Now, episode one, the very first episode on this podcast, right back to the beginning, I talk about the color palette and why it's so important. So I will link to that in the show notes, or you can just scroll back and get to it. But again, with a color palette, let's keep it simple. Pick three, max four colors for your home and use those colors consistently throughout your space. Not only will it make your home look more thoughtful and well-designed, it will make shopping for your home so much easier as you'll stick with the current color palette and only need to shop for things that work within your color palette. So I've talked about this before. My home's color palette is browns, whites, and blues. Now, of course, do I have a little bit of extra color in there? Yes, I have some greenery. I might have some other tiny touches of color. But consistently, I have these three colors repeating throughout my home. What does that do? It helps to create this sense of flow and repetition. Repetition is an important design principle when you have something repeating throughout your home. It gives your brain something to focus on, something that feels safe, this constant repetition. So in my home, you'll see brown here, brown here, brown here, brown there. You get the point. Same with blue and white. It's very easy on the eyes. It's very soothing on the eyes. And it feels safe for our brains. And it looks Good. So I encourage you to always have a color palette. Now, one tip with color palettes, I have brown, white, and blue. I don't have the exact shade of blue 
repeating throughout my home. That would actually be slightly boring and possibly even distracting that it's the exact same color. So what do I recommend? That you include varying shades of the colors in your color palettes. I have lighter browns. I have darker browns. I have beigey browns. With my whites, I have brighter whites. I have off-whites. I have mid-whites. With my blues, I have darker. I have bolder. I have lighter. I have soothing. You get the point, right? It's about having that repetition of color, but enough variation in your colors to keep it really well curated, interesting, and create that beautiful, cohesive look. Let's move on to mistake number two. That is choosing cheap materials. Now, as real estate investors, and maybe even as a homeowner, this is your goal. It's to save money, especially in the real estate industry. We wanna save money because this is an investment asset that helps us grow and earn after all. So you might think, well, shouldn't I just put the cheapest stuff in there so I can save money and keep more in my pocket? But I'm going to disagree with that because it is best to have a mix of higher quality and more affordable. You don't have to go gangbusters and have all the highest end and all the expensive items. Not at all. But if you go on the exact opposite end and you are putting the cheapest, easiest, bottom dollar items. Well, the truth is your home can take on a cheap look. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to invest in some pieces that are pretty important that can take some wear and tear. For example, what are heavily used items in your property? Likely the sofa you're sitting on, the dining room table you're using, the bed or the mattress. So I want you to think about that and invest in better materials there. So for a sofa in our investment property, I didn't buy the most crazy expensive sofa, but I made sure to invest in one that had performance fabrics. Performance fabrics are more durable and stain resistant, so you get longer wear and tear on them. With a good dining room table, if you have a cheap finish on it, some cheap veneer, it might just flake off. So again, you want a little more durability, even if it means spending a little more money, because that means you aren't having to replace this item over and over and over. With my one-to-one design clients and my design students in Room Design Essentials, I talk about the concept of smoke and mirrors, which when we think of that, we think of magic, right? The illusion. Well, there's a little trick with design and smoke and mirrors. If you have one or maybe two higher-end beautiful pieces in your room that cost a little bit more. Those pieces are going to actually elevate the look of your entire room and give the illusion that your space is higher end. I know it sounds so easy that by including one thing that's a little fancier, a little more expensive, you can make everything else around it look expensive, but it's true. Now, In full disclosure, if you are using the cheapest bottom of the barrel pieces, I don't recommend you put all of a sudden this fancy $5,000 chandelier. Those might be a little too far apart on the design spectrum, but elevating it a bit 
and having good, solid, neutral, timeless furniture will make everything in your space look so much better, well-designed, and elevate the look in your home. Now, if you don't want to spend a lot on materials, because I get it, whether you're a homeowner or real estate investor, the economy is a little tighter right now, so you might want to be a little more conscientious about your purchases. So how can you save while still getting good quality and durable pieces for your home or investment property? Well, one, you can always look at places like Facebook Marketplace and watch for sales. So if you are not in a rush and on a timeline, furniture stores and businesses online will always run sales. Here in the States, we've got Labor Day, Black Friday, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, 4th of July, These are common sale times that always help find good deals. Now, another thing to consider is stores will have special sales also a couple times a year where they might not advertise it as a sale. They might sometimes call it a clearance sale or you just find a lot of pieces have been discounted. What that often means is twice a year, there are design markets where people in the trade like myself or furniture stores are shopping and buying new merchandise to replenish their stores and show new trends, new things that are out, new product introductions. All the retail stores wanna be buying at this time or shortly after that time. Furniture stores are buying all new inventory. Well, they wanna clear out some of their older things. That is a great time where you might find a lot of good deals around a November time and an April time. They might not be sales that are advertised, but you can score great deals when furniture stores are trying to clear their inventory. Another time that works with this is when a store is having a sample sale. This happens all the time. It doesn't always coincide with a design market show. They just might be getting rid of some samples because they're looking to refresh their look or something hasn't sold and they're looking to get it off their floor. These are all great opportunities to get good prices on items that are high quality so that you're not putting the cheapest items in there and you have more durable pieces for your property. All right, Mistake number three when it comes to designing your investment property is ignoring your investment strategy. Now, the design is different for different investment strategies and for the clientele you want to host and attract. So think about which audience do you want to attract? Traveling nurses, medical residents, families looking for a getaway, traveling professionals, snowbirds, retirees, Those are a few audiences and the design might be a little different based on each one of those audiences. Also, think about the investment strategy. Is this a short-term rental, an STR? So this is your Airbnb, your VRBO. If you are in a high demand area, you can maybe get away with a less than amazing design. If you are in like a mountain home that's ski in, ski out right at the bottom, of the slopes, well, people are going for that prime location and can overlook some dated features. But what about the off season? Is your home attracting eyes and stopping the scroll? Or what if there are a lot of properties right where you are that you're competing with that are in a similar price range? 
Well, in that case, you definitely need to be considering the design because you can charge more money per night or month if your home looks better. Guests are willing to pay more for that. Not every single one. Some people are just looking for the best deal, the bottom price. But you have to factor in that there are some people who want the VIP experience, who want the higher end. So if you can elevate your property again to make it stand out from the sea of competitions, why wouldn't you do that? All right, the next strategy is with, we talked about STRs, now it's MTRs. This is my favorite strategy actually, is the midterm rental, the medium term rental, or also called the month to month rental. In this case, guests are staying longer. It's a minimum of one month, but you can get booked for three to four months or more. Since guests are staying for longer, the design of a midterm rental matters way more than a short term rental. Yes, they both are important to stop that scroll, But in a short-term rental, we can tolerate a dated space for a couple of days. But long-term, eh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to want that more elevated space. So with a longer-term rental, guests can be pickier because they're staying for longer. They're going to be looking at that furniture, at that wall art. And if you have not put any thought into it, you don't have a consistent color palette. You put in the cheapest bottom-of-the-bottom stuff, that is wearing and tearing and doesn't look good and looked ragged and dated, well, that's not going to work for you. The next strategy, so we did short-term rental, medium-term rental, fix and flip is another one. So here, it is really about saving as much as possible with budget-friendly choices, but I recommend you keep it neutral, timeless, and inviting. And you do want to stage the property for photos as that will help it stand out. I recommend that, of course, with every strategy you have, because professional photos make a huge difference. But I get it. If you are looking just to fix and flip a property for the cheap, you might be putting the lower end LVP, the luxury vinyl planks in, and lower end paint finishes and all the lower end light fixtures. You might not go that extra mile to put something a little fancier in. And that I fully get and understand. But if you're working with another strategy, that's not going to be the right call. Now with a fix and flip, you're not furnishing this property. You might just bring in some staging furniture just to make it look homier for photos. That's great. But the first two strategies I talked about, the medium term rental or the short term rental, those are fully finished properties. You do want them to look a little shinier and fancier. The last strategy, you could go either way, whether it's furnished or unfurnished. And that's a long-term property. So if you have a long-term rental property, we have one that is unfurnished, but you might have one that is furnished. This can especially be the case if you're working with insurance companies and your properties are housing people who have been displaced due to floods or weather, hurricanes, any home fires, anything like that where people are getting displaced for maybe three to six months to a year, then you may have a furnished property for them. And those you can, of course, the longer term, you get more wear and tear. I still like to have a well-designed neutral space. If you are unfurnished, I like to keep it neutral. Just have one consistent color throughout the house. 
make it look like there's a lot of possibility and durability is key. The cheapest LVP flooring might sound so appealing, but LVP, there's some dark sides to it. It's not the perfect catch-all solution that it can be claimed to be. So you might end up having to replace it sooner than later. Having something durable, instead of having a lot of carpet everywhere, you might want more durable surfaces. And if you do have carpet, putting the cheapest down means you might have to replace it annually in between tenants. Something to consider. If your long-term property is furnished, then I want you to follow the tips that I talked about with a midterm rental. Guests are staying for longer. So you want that well-designed space. You want the color palette. You want to make sure that things are thoughtfully curated and arranged so your home just looks its best and is welcoming and inviting. All right. And I like to throw in a bonus tip whenever I can. And this one is a bonus mistake. And I see this applies with your short-term rentals or your midterms, sometimes with your long-terms, is getting too themey. This can look cheap and impersonal. We had once stayed at a property in Palm Springs, and the owners of this property decided to embrace a tropical palm tree feel, right? They were going for the Palm Springs feel. Well, holy cow, it was done so much and so overdone that it actually just made it look like they had gone to Hobby Lobby and bought every single palm tree item they could find. Palm trees on the toilet paper holders, palm trees on the tissue holders, palm trees on the toothbrush holders, palm tree paper towel holders. There were even palm trees on the silverware handles. It was everywhere. Maybe if you're doing a short-term rental, super themey, people are only there for a couple of days. All right, I can give you that. But if it's for anything longer term, especially your midterm, having that theme done so overdone, it just doesn't work well. What I prefer doing is you can have a theme. If you're at the coast or at the beach and you want a beach themed home, I want you to think about capturing the essence of the theme, not necessarily the anchor or fish theme itself. So with a coastal theme, you don't need anchors and fish all over the place. You can have one and then think about including colors of the coast, textures of the coast. You might incorporate some woven materials and some natural grasses or some seashells in a vase. But you don't need to have an anchor on your lamps, an anchor on your toothbrush holder, an anchor on the tissue paper holder. You can cut some of those details out. Instead, I would maybe have a woven tissue paper holder of a natural grass that kind of gives me the feel like I'm walking along the beach. But it just is capturing the essence. That's my last design mistake is getting way too themey. It can just get overdone. So let's recap what we talked about, and then I'm going to give you your action step. Mistake number one, not having a color palette. Mistake number two, choosing cheap materials. Could again have a mixture. Mistake number three, not thinking about your investment property strategy. And mistake number four is going way too themey. 
So here's what I want you to do next. First, download my free guide. It is designed for midterm rentals to get started updating your property and stopping the scroll. To get it, you can go to nestorations.com forward slash property. As always, thanks for listening and keep listening to Design Your Home. Have a great day.